The following is a 5 for 2 production. What the hell is that? And now, virtually live from somewhere in America, it's the show you love. It's what the hell was that? Well, howdy, folks. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of What the Hell Was That? Uh, today, uh, we're going to be talking more about rock and roll, celebrity deaths, and, uh, and rock and roll tragedy. So I will be taking you out to the uh, Rainy Roads crash site out in Leesburg, Florida. And uh, just basically talking dead celebrities today. So we'll be back with more. What the hell was that? Well, howdy, folks, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of What the Hell Was That? Uh, tonight we are continuing with our musical theme, and being that it is Memorial Day weekend, I wanted to take a little time to celebrate all of those people who have truly given a sacrifice to America. And I'm talking, of course, about all the great rock and roll musicians who have passed away over the years. And, you know, folks, uh, rock and roll has a long history of tragic death and horrible outcomes for those who have chosen the devil's music. But, uh, you know, rock and roll deaths are just a part of life. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know why uh, celebrities uh, passing away mean so much to us. I guess it's because their music they've left behind has meant so much to us over the years. So today we're going to be taking a little time just to say thanks. And I've got a very long list. I don't know if I'll get to them all, but... I've done my research here, Kevin. Your job tonight is to come up with your personal idea of what is the uh, the worst year for rock and roll deaths, and you can pick any one you want. So we'll we'll be back after after this brief message. Do you look a good concert story? Sure. Who doesn't? Then you should read Todd Baker's Ticket Stubs. Yes, indeed. We've got actually two full novels about Todd's travels around the country following a band called the Drive-By Truckers. And if you haven't heard of the Drive-By Truckers, get your head out of your ass. Read this book now, Ticket Stubs by Todd Baker, available at lulu.com. And we're back with uh, more memorial tributes to the rock and roll heroes of America and beyond. Uh, so let's just start from the beginning, folks. Uh, January 1st, 1953, Hank Williams, age 29, heart attack. Well, he also was probably drinking, sitting in the back of his car. J December 25th, 1954, Johnny Ace, 25 years old, accidental shooting. February 3rd, 1959, the day the music died. Buddy, Buddy Holly at age 22, Big Bopper was 28, Richie Valens was only 17 when the plane went down. April 17th, 1960, Eddie Cochran dies in a uh, horrible taxi cab accident on Easter Sunday in London, age 21. March 5th, 1963, Patsy Cline, 30 years old, plane crash. December 11th, 1964, Sam Cooke, 33 years old, shot very suspiciously in a Los Angeles hotel. There was probably a hooker involved, but uh, he didn't need to be shot over that. Uh, December 10th, 1967, Otis Redding, 26 years old, plane crash. July 3rd, 1969, Brian Jones, 27 years old, drowning. That's suspicious, too. Uh, September 18th, we lose the big three, starting with Jimi Hendrix, 27 years old. Uh, basically took his girlfriend's sleeping pills instead of his own and <laughs> choked on his own puke. October 4th, just a couple weeks later, Janis Joplin, 27 years old, goes to Barney's Beanery, has something to eat, goes back to the Landmark Hotel, shoots up, keels over, and boom, dead. 
couple months later, July 3rd, 1971, Jim Morrison, again, age 27. And no one really knows what happened with Jim, but more than likely there was probably some heroin involved. Probably the same shit that killed Janice. Uh, let's see, October 29th, 1971, Dwayne Allman, 24 years old, traffic accident. And oddly enough, just about a year later, November 11th, 1972, Barry Oakley, also original member of the Allman Brothers, 24, traffic accident. March 8th, 1973, Rod Pigpen McKernan, one of the first of the Grateful Dead uh, uh, keyboard players, uh, and but not the last one to die, that's for sure. He was only 26 years old, yep, something like that, 26, um, 27. Uh, September 19th, 1973, Graham Parsons, 26 years old, drug overdose, and then had his body uh, stolen and was going to be burned out at the Joshua Tree, but the cops interfered and had to give it back to the family. Weird story on that one. Uh, just the next day, September 20th, 1973, Jim Croce, one of my personal favorites. Again, tragic plane crash. Uh, July 29th, 1974, Cass Elliott, 34 years old. Was not a ham sandwich, folks. Was not a ham sandwich. It was a heart attack. Uh, a big one. Uh, August 17th, 1977, Elvis, age 42, taking a shit in his bathroom. That's why you can't go to the bathroom anymore uh, when you take the Graceland tour. Uh, just about a month later, September 16th, 1977, Mark Bolin of T-Rex, 29 years old, car accident. Tragic, if you've seen the pictures. Then, uh, the big plane crash, October 20th, 1977, we lost three members of Leonard Skinner, Ronnie Van Zant, 29 years old, Steve Gaines, 28, and his sister Cassie, 29. Uh, 1978, September 7th, Keith Moon, 32 years old, overdose, again, puking on his own, choking on his own vomit. December 7th, or December 27th, 1978, Chris Bell from uh, Big Star, another 27-year-old, car accident. Uh, February 2nd, 79, Sid Vicious, 21 years old, overdose. February 19th, 1980, Bon Scott, 33, alcohol poisoning, died and froze in the back of his car. July 23rd, 1980, Keith Godshaw, the second keyboard player for the Grateful Dead, died at 32, car accident. Uh, September 25th, 1980, John Bonham, age 32, again, choked on his own puke. Uh, December 8th, 1980, John Lennon, 40 years old, shot to death, still tragic. May 11th, 1980, Bob Marley, 36 years old, cancer. Personally, I think it was the government, but that's what it said on Wikipedia. Uh, July 16th, 81, Harry Chapin, 38 years old, traffic accident. One of my favorite guys in the world, March 5th, 1982, John Belushi, 33 years old, drug overdose, still kills me to this day. Two weeks later, March 19th, 1982, Randy Rhodes, 26 years old, plane crash. We are going to go there, folks, I promise. I carried a picture, uh, the obituary from Rolling Stone for Randy Rhodes in my wallet for like 10 years, folks. Uh, May 8th, 1982, he's, he's not a rock and roller, but he helped. Neil Bogart, 39 years old, creator of uh, Casablanca Records. Without him, Kiss never would have had a record label. Died of cancer. June 16th, 1982, James Honeyman Scott, 25, overdose, drug. Uh, he was a player for um, Pretenders. And oddly enough, another member of the same band died like a year later from the same thing, heroin overdose, about the same age. Uh, February 4th, 83, Karen Carpenter, 32 years old, heart attack, uh, based on probably her bulimia and, you know, eating problems. Uh, December 28th, 83, Dennis Wilson, 39, drowning. He was the only guy that could surf, for crying out loud. Terrible. April 1st, 1984, Marvin Gaye, shot by his own dad. Uh, there must have been crack involved, but 
December 8th, 1984, Razzle from Hanoi Rocks, 24 years old, killed by pretty much Vince Neal in a car accident. December 3rd, 85, Ricky Nelson. I remember this because I was grounded that night and couldn't go out on New Year's Eve. 45 years old, plane crash. And January 4th, 86, Phil Lynette from, uh, from Thin Lizzy. 36 years old, heart failure, plus he had a bad heroin problem. March 4th, 80, 86, uh, Richard Manuel from the band. 42 years old, hanging. September 27, 86, Cliff Burton. Tragic, 26 years old, bus accident. March 10th, 88, Andy Gibb, 30 years old, drug overdose. December 6, 88, Roy Orbison, 52, heart attack. January 23, 1990, Alan Collins from Leonard Skinner, 37 years old, pneumonia, but he was in a wheelchair from a car accident. July 26, 1990, Brad Midland, the third keyboard player for the Grateful Dead, 37 years old, drug overdose. Uh, August 27, 1990, Stevie Ray Vaughan, 35 years old, helicopter accident. January 8, 1981, Steve Clark from Def Leppard, 30 years old, drug overdose. April 23, 1991, Johnny Thunders, 38, from New York Dolls. Drug-related, something happened in New Orleans, we're not quite sure. Uh, June 9, 91, David Ruffins, 50 years old, drug overdose. Mama was a Rolling Stone. November 24, 1981, doubly sad, Eric Carr, 41, from brain cancer, and Freddie Mercury, 45, who finally admitted he had AIDS the day before he died. December 4, 1993, Frank Zappa, 52, prostate cancer. April 5th, 1994, Kurt Cobain, 27, suicide. Eh, fuck him. March 26, 1985, Easy e 30 years old, AIDS. Uh, just goes to show you can get it from fucking women, too. August 9th, 1995, Jerry Garcia from The Grateful Dead. I, I wonder about this one. I'm thinking overdose. Uh, October 25th, 21st, 1995, Shannon Hood, 28, another overdose. September 1396, Tupac Shakur, March 9th, 97, Biggie Smalls. Tupac was 25, Biggie was 24. Both of them were shot. October 12, 97, John Denver, 53 years old, plane crash. Again. Uh, October 19, 1997, Glenn Buxton from the original Alice Cooper Band, 49 years old, pneumonia, but he was a heavy drinker. November 22, 97, Michael Hudgens from NXS, 37, suicide, asphyxiation, you decide. January 5, 1998, Sonny Bono, 62, skiing accident. Uh, 199, January 19th, 98, Carl Perkins, 65, throat cancer. Well, he was, he was older. February 6th, 98, Carl Wilson from the Beach Boys, 51, lung cancer. Uh, December 10th, 1999, Rick Danko from the band, 56, heart attack. December 26th, 1999, Curtis Mayfield, 57, complications. And that's just up to the 90s, folks. we got another 20 years to go. So I'm sorry this is depressing you. Maybe we should put some music behind the back, Kevin. But again, this is the Reverend Todd Baker's Memorial Show. We'll be right back with more. What the hell was that? And we're back with more. What the hell was that? As I promised, you know, you know, and unlike Donald Trump, I keep my promises. So uh, I promised to tell some Warren Zevon stories. God bless Warren Zevon. He was one of my favorite artists and miss him to this day. Um, I've seen Warren Zevon at least eight times, 
live and I feel blessed to have had all of those experiences most of which were in Ohio actually uh, the first one was in 1988 like my freshman year of college at the Ohio Union Timothy B. Schmidt from the Eagles was playing bass uh, this was the night after the Ohio State Michigan game and uh, Metallica Queensryche. I was supposed to go backstage but I got so drunk at the football game that I blew off the uh, the, the pre-show backstage pass and never got to meet Metallica. That's a story for another time. But uh, I saw him at the Newport Music Hall, one of my favorite venues in America, uh, four, t four different times, twice in February, in February and November of 1990, uh, and then July 6th of 92 and May 25th of 93. So then I actually moved to California and the whole time I was driving to California, I was listening to Warren Zevon's first record, which is still my favorite one, and I actually stole it from WOSR, my college radio station, God bless you, now defunct, but one of the greatest Warren Zevon records, probably of all of them, in my personal opinion. Uh, just for the collection of great artists that he has on this record, but the songs are awesome, and it's all about California, essentially. And so, when I was moving to California, this is what I was listening to the entire time. Uh, when I finally got there, uh, I found an apartment uh, in, in West Hollywood, 733 North Kings Road, and, uh, you know, it was of reasonable price. I, I could afford it with my credit cards, which I knew I was never going to pay off. So, I uh, moved in doing my first set of laundry down in the basement, talking to some lady, and, and she asked me, you know, why would you move to Los Angeles with all the mudslides and earthquakes and riots and all that stuff? And I said, well, to quote Warren Zevon, if California slides into the ocean like the mystics and statistics say it will, I predict this motel will be standing until I pay my bill. And she said, Warren Zevon, huh? And I said, yeah, are you familiar? And she said, oh, yeah, he lives on the third floor. <laughs> I moved into Warren's building. So for about a month, I stalked the poor guy until I could finally meet him. I, I even sent him a letter, actually, uh, because I, I, I wanted a copy of uh, The Envoy, which is the only record that I, I had not had from him. And uh, so anyhow, uh, did not get this through Warren, but I sent him a letter with a cassette. This is 1995. Uh, and saying, you know, if you happen to have the record, I'd love a copy of it. Never got a response, obviously. But uh, one day, I'm down at the, you know, a mailbox, and I heard this voice from behind me saying, How you doing, Charlie? Talking to the mailman next to me. And I just knew that voice. I said, Mr. Zevon, put my hand out. And he, you know, he hates his fans, or hated his fans. But, uh, you know, kind enough to shake mine. And I told him the whole thing about how, you know, I'm from Ohio and, and just moved in here and, and uh, would love a copy of The Envoy. And he said, well, I don't even have that record anymore. So, uh, but uh, I, I met him on a few other occasions. I met him in the elevator, you know, and again, trying to be friendly. Hey, Mr. Zevon. And I, he said, call me Warren. That, All right, then. Fine. Call you Warren. Uh, you know. I tried to make chit-chat once with him. I, 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 one time when I saw him live, he made a joke about uh, uh, playing shows during the summertime being more profitable. And he heard that from his friend Jimmy Buffett. Well, it just so happened that Buffett was playing in L.A. that weekend. I said, hey, you going to go see Jimmy Buffett? Crickets. Not a laugh. Nothing from him. So, uh, you know, 
there was one time when uh, I'm hanging out with a buddy of mine in the apartment, and we're listening to Leave My Monkey Alone. And my friend is kind of drunk and singing it very off-key and wouldn't stop. And even after we left my apartment to go to someplace else, he just kept singing. And and I went to go get a pack of cigarettes in the laundry room, and, and all of a sudden he stopped singing. And I came back to him, and I said, well, what? why'd you stop singing? He said, Zivon came out of the elevator. <laughs> so, again, I don't think Zivon really liked me or my friends uh, or my family, maybe, uh, because I, I told my parents to go see him one time when, when he played Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, at this little tiny club that was right by their house. I said, Mom, Dad, you got to go. you got to go see Zivon. And I had sent them a cassette of his latest release, and uh, and when they went to the show, they saw him there, and, and Dad encouraged Mom to go up and talk to him. And Mom said, oh, well, Todd lives in your building, and he sent us a cassette of your newest release, and we just think it's so great. And Zivon looked directly at my mom and said, buy the record. <laughs> so the last conversation I had with Zivon uh, was uh, in uh, in our weight room downstairs in the apartment complex and there's a little sauna right next to it in a weight room and a little mini pool that I wouldn't get in if I were you but um, well I went down there just to kind of you know run some laps this is 95 again back when I was actually caring about my health and and he was in there kind of doing the same thing and I'm asking him dorky you know fan questions what's your favorite record and and uh, you know how's the family you know shit that I really shouldn't even be saying to this guy and I, I did remember that he had been on a recent episode of Larry Sanders and the whole bit of the show was that he did not want to play Werewolves of London but Larry Sanders wanted him to play it and so I'm asking Warren, I'm like, so do you really hate playing Warriors of London? And he just kind of nodded and just said yes. And, and I said, look, you know, look, I think you're doing okay. Uh, you know, you, you had some, you had some great hits. You know, you, you made some cash. Uh, you're, you're an infamous rock and roller. Uh, you know, I wouldn't compare your bank account to Don Henley's or anything, but I think you're doing okay. At that point, he just walked out and, and, well, he went to the steam room, came back about five seconds, you know, five minutes later, and, and, I, and I said, I don't suppose you want to be on my public access TV show. <laughs> and at that point, that's when he really walked out, and that's the last time I talked to him. Uh, other than seeing him uh, live a few more times uh, in New Orleans at the House of Blues in 96, and uh, uh, in Columbus at Ludlow's in 98, both times I was really, really drunk and kept yelling, I'm going to get you, Zevon! <laughs> so it's really no surprise that I wasn't invited backstage uh, for either of those shows. But uh, that I, 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 I do regret it. I'm sorry, Warren. I don't mean to be an annoying fan. I, I'm sorry about that. And uh, so hopefully when, if I get to heaven and I see you there, you're not going to punch me in the nose. So God bless Warren Zevon, and we'll be back with more Dead Rockstar stories on What the Hell Was That? And we're back with more What the Hell Was That? Folks, I told you that was a big, long list. So, uh, anyway, we, we might have to finish that up on another show. As I promised last week, though, uh, we are going to take you out to the Randy Rhodes crash site, assuming I can get there without getting arrested. And uh, I, I gotta say, 1982 was probably the biggest bummer for me as far as celebrity rock star deaths, because we lost John Belushi, who was, A, a, a brilliant comedian, 
B, a, a fantastic actor, and, and C, he had musical talent. I mean, he was a triple threat, folks. He, he was the only guy ever to have the number one TV show, the number one movie, and the number one record all at the same time at the age of 30. It's no wonder he coked out. But uh, God bless you, John. We, we still miss you. Uh, and then Randy Rhodes died two weeks later. And I'm telling you, for a little 12-year-old kid, it was a pretty traumatic thing for me to handle. So... Uh, we're going to go out there, get a little closure, and uh, we'll be back with more What the Hell Was That Memorial Day Rock and Roll Weekend. Well, folks, we're taking a little drive to uh, go see the Randy Roads crash site. And this is uh, one of the problems of driving the village is people actually taking the 30 mile an hour speed limit, literally. Get the fuck out of the way! Well, folks, we are here at the corner of Flatwoods and State Route 44 in Leesburg, Florida. As you can see, it's just your typical run-of-the-mill kind of side highway. Got a Stanley steamer here on the corner. Really, you, would, you wouldn't know anything was right down this way. And uh, we'll be showing you a little bit more coming up on what the hell was that. I didn't think drive-by truckers would sue us, I'd have Kevin play Angels and Fuselage through this whole bit. Alright, now there are two possible entrances to the uh, home. One is a gated area uh, saying no trespassing. The other says no trespassing, but uh, as long as you're willing to cross over an airstrip, you can get to the house. So, uh, we'll be back with more fun. So we can take the right at Castine and go to the uh, guest house, then you have to cross the airstrip from there, or we can go a little further and see if we can get to the main gate. Let's give it a shot. This is our other option, which will take us directly to the home with the gate. So we can give it a shot. Well, this is the end of the official road. And as you can see, it does say no trespassing. No oblong glaze. Well, it's like they were expecting me. The gate is actually open. Um, well, let's give it a shot. Well, folks, we'll see how long this lasts. I'm actually on the property where the plane crash went down. That's the tree right over there that the plane hit gate was open. I'm going to go knock on the door and see what happens. So we'll be right back with more. What the hell was that? Okay, I'm totally trespassing at this point, but I got to show you this. I'm in a plane hangar next to the house. The house is huge. I'm getting scared. I'm going to go ring the doorbell just to make sure I don't get shot. Well, that was a blessing. A uh, lovely little Latino lady just pulled up in a golf court and said, no, no, house is over there. So uh, I was at the wrong mansion. Whew, we'll be right back with more. What the hell was that? Eureka, we have found the house. Now, whether or not we're supposed to be here or not, we'll find out. Well, folks, here it is. This is where it all went down, literally. And that's the tree that the plane first hit and then crashed into the garage. I don't know if these statues were here back then or not, but uh, you got a large duck on the front lawn there. Again, we are totally on private property here. That's the airstrip where the plane would have taken off of. As you can see, they do have planes readily available. 
guess the bus driver just decided to borrow one. So yeah, folks, we've made it. The holy ground. Let's take a moment here for Randy. God bless you, buddy. Alright, so my theory is if the plane was right about here, then it hit right over there, hit that tree, and then into the house. That's a pretty long skip at 150 miles an hour. And apparently uh, there were marks in the windshield where their heads hit before the plane actually hit the house, so it wasn't a pretty way to go. Well, folks, unlike Donald Trump, I keep my promises. So uh, here's the Randy Rhodes house where the plane crash went down. We'll be back with more musical history on what the hell was that. Well, I think that worked out well. Uh, we got to see the house, got to see a little more than that, and haven't gotten arrested yet. So we'll be back with more fun on what the hell was that. So I never saw Leonard Skinner, but I sure saw Ozzy Ozzy. Brand new roads in 82 right before that plane And we're back with more Rock and Roll Memorial Day tributes. This probably won't even make the show. It might make a, a summer best of clip or something. So we were up to about 2011, I think, when uh, when he last spoke. So uh, January 6th, 2011, Gary Moore from Thin Lizzy, 58, heart attack. Uh, March 8th, Mike Starr, 44 years old from Allison Chains. I didn't, I think Kevin dated his girlfriend. Uh, drug overdose. Uh, you probably saw him on one of those reality drug shows. Uh, March 21st, Pine Top Perkins, 97 years old. God bless him. Now, that was a life right there. Uh, May 27th, Gil Scott Heron. Never got to see him live, darn it. 62 years old, pneumonia. June 18th, Clarence Clemens, the big man. Couldn't believe it. 69 years old, died of a stroke. Uh, this was no surprise. July 23rd, Amy Winehouse, 27 years old, overdose. Uh, July or August 11th, Jenny Lane from Warrant. He'd had problems for a while. He was on those reality shows too. 47 years old, alcohol poisoning. I believe died in a hotel room. Uh, Mikey Walsh from Weezer, 40 years old, heart attack. Uh, who knew? Uh, Flatibus Maximus from Quar, 34 years old, heart attack. Uh, it must have had a bad batch of coke or something. Uh, November 8th of 2011, Heavy D, 44 years old, pulmonary embolism. Uh, 2012, uh, we started off with Etta James, January 20th, 73 years old, leukemia. Now, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good life for 73. Uh, February 11th, Whitney Houston, 48 years old, drowning in her bathtub. Uh, February 9th, or February 29th, Davy Jones from the Monkees, 66 years old, heart attack. Man, MILFs all over America were just crying and, uh, you know, in, in tears when, when that happened. Uh, March 3rd, Ronnie Montrose, 64 years old, suicide. April 18th, Dick Clark, 82 years old, guy had cancer. Uh, April 19th, Levon Helm from the band, 81 years old, cancer. May 4th, Adam Yalk, 47 years old, cancer. May 13th, Donald Duck Dunn from the Blues Brothers Band, 70 years old. Uh, May 17th, Donna Summer, 63, lung cancer. May 20th, Robin Gibb, the, uh, another, uh, another, uh, damn, what's the name of the band? Uh, Bee Gees, thank you. 62, uh, liver failure. I guess he was a heavy drinker. July 16th, we lost uh, John Lord of Deep Purple, one of the greatest keyboard players of all time. 71 years old. September 15th, Sugar Boy Crawford wrote the song Giacomo, Giacomo Filane. 77 years old. And December December 5th, we lost Dave Brubeck, 91. 
2013, Alvin Lee from uh, from 10 years after, 68 years old. Clive Burr, the original drummer for Iron Maiden, 56, from MS. Richie Havens died at 72 that year from a heart attack. George Jones, 81, just from being an old drunk. Jeff Hanneman from Slayer, 49 years old, liver failure. Ray Manzarek, got to meet him, God bless him, 74 years old, died of cancer. Lou Reed, 71, died of liver cancer. That was a pretty bad year. 2014, Phil Everly from the Everly Brothers, 74, lung disease. Pete Seeger, God bless him, 94 years old. That was a good long life. Tommy Ramone, one of the final and last Ramones, 65 years old, cancer. Dick Wagner, a master guitar player for a whole bunch of different bands, but you'd never know it. 71 years old, respiratory failure. Uh, Jack Bruce from Cream, 71, lung disease. Joe Cocker, I forgot Joe Cocker died, 70 years old, lung cancer. 2015, lost A.J. Perro, uh, drummer for Twisted Sister, 55 years old, heart attack. Bob Burns, uh, the original drummer for Leonard Skinner, 64, car accident. Percy Sledge, when a man loves a woman, 73 years old, liver cancer. Uh, Benny King, 76. B.B. King, 89. Gary Richrath, 65 years old. Ario Speedwagon, God bless him. Alan Toussaint, uh, a New Orleans classic, 77 years old from a heart attack. Uh, Phil Taylor, 61, liver disease, from Motorhead, Dirty Phil. Uh, Scott Weiland, kind of no surprise there, 48, drug overdose. And then we lost Lemmy two weeks later right after Phil at, at 70 years old. And that rounded out 2015. Now, we thought that was a bummer. Here comes 2016. Oh, shit, there goes David Bowie. January 10th, 19, you know, 69 years old, liver cancer. A week later, Glenn Fry from the Eagles, 67. Uh, we lost Paul Cantner, 74. Merle Haggard, 79. Prince. Oh, my God. When we lost Prince, I thought people were just going to lose their shit. 57 years old. I guess the elevator got to him. Overdose. Uh, I, I forgot about this one. Rob Wasserman, great bass player, uh, 64 years old. Pete Fountain, another New Orleans classic, 86 years old. Uh, Leon Russell, 74. George Michael, 53, of a heart attack. Good God, when's it going to end? Well, 2017, we lost Al Jarreau at 76, Chuck Berry at 90. Good God, Jay Giles at 71, Chris Cornell killed himself at 52, Glenn Campbell at 81, a guy at Alzheimer's, Walter Becker from uh, Steely Dan, 67, esophageal cancer, Tom Petty, that was, that was a real kick to the nuts, 66 years old, cardiac arrest, but fentanyl was involved. Fats Domino, 89. We thought we lost him and Katrina, but, you know, he hung out in a few more years. Malcolm Young from ACDC, 64 years old, dementia. And David Cassidy, another 70s teenage heartthrob at 67. Let's keep going, folks. 2018, Charles Neville, 79 years old, the Neville brothers. Then we had Vinnie Paul Abbott, 54, heart attack, Pantera. And joined his brother up in heaven. Aretha Franklin, that was a tough one, 76, pancreatic cancer. Ed King, another original member of Skinner, 68, lung cancer. Marty Ballin from uh, Jefferson Starship and Airplane, 76. Peter Tork, another member of the Monkees, 77, cancer. This is 2019. Hal Blaine from the Wrecking Crew, 90, God bless him, natural causes. Dick Dale, 81, King of Surf, King of Surf Guitar, heart failure. Doris Day, 97, pneumonia. Eric Moore from The Gods, 67, bladder cancer. And just a day later, Terry Evans from The Gods, 55. Leon Redbone, 69, of dementia. Dr. John, 77, heart attack. Dave Bartholomew, 100, heart attack. 
Eddie Money, 70, cancer. Rick Ocasek, 75, cardiovascular disease. Ginger Baker, heart problems at 80. And then this last year, well, we had Little Richard last week. God bless him, 87 years old, bone cancer. John Prine at 73, complications to COVID. And finally, and not last, Neil Parrott from Rush, 67 years old from brain cancer. We love you all, guys. We miss you all, and your music is your gift to us. So thank you for your gift, and we will always remember you from Memorial Day through the rest of the year. God bless you all. Think he had it on. It's still recording. Rocky, stop eating grass.